Also, the best sign that I have seen so far out of the Writers Guild strike has been, uh, oh, <laughs> has been somebody who had a sign and it just said, uh, pay slash them. <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah. That's good. Hello, and welcome to Saving People, Queering Things, the supernatural podcast where Cass apparently flies at 1.21 gigawatts. Today, we are pulling up to season five, episode 13, This Song Remains the Same. I am your host, Elena, pronouns are she or they, and joining me today are my fantastic co-hosts, Noah and August. Say hello, friends. Hello. How are we? Hello. We're great. Fantastic. Not uh, super psyched about this episode. Not gonna lie. Really? Is it? What is it that you're not psyched about? Well, you know, I mean, I, I imagine the thing. same thing that you're not excited about. Okay, but episode. I love this episode despite the fact that I yeah have to say goodbye to my very dearly beloved. Uh, it hurt. Your, your gay awakening. <laughs> it was very strong, yeah. and I really love time travel. I'm always down with the time travel episode. <laughs> That's but... fair. I do forget that I I think the 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 pain of losing Anna has like dulled for me over the years, and it's fresh for you. So. Mm. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, entirely valid. Um, but this is Team Free Will episode, everybody. So <laughs> this is yeah. It. So Noah finally gets to know why our group chat has been named Team Free Will <laughs> for the last year and a half. That is, uh, yeah, true. That's true. Noah finally gets to know. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> I'm so happy we're here. The group text makes sense. So now. is it up to the listeners to assign roles to us, or do we decide? Um, I was gonna at the end of the episode make us do a tag yourselves. Oh, we're definitely gonna do that at the end of the so episode we'll, we'll okay. get there but for everyone listening go ahead and tweet at us now your picks and guesses yeah and see if you're right at the end yeah, yeah. yes and should should we remind them of the three options that they have uh, if you're listening to our podcast if you don't you know, know the three know members the of team free will um oh well no i was thinking specifically painful. like the the phrases that they use like oh. you know, oh. you know oh. give, give them hell attitude ex-blood junkie and mr comatose over there <laughs> fair fair fair, fair. okay yeah one of those three. Yeah. We, we know who Sam and Dean and Cass are, but... Okay, okay. Now that you have met your ex-blood junkie, your GED with a give him hell attitude, and Mr. Comatose, it is time for us to catch you up on the rest of the show. <laughs> and first up, I'm going to introduce myself to do the recap because we forgot to change the color. <laughs> first up, Elena, you are up for recapping the show thus far. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm going to try to do like just season five because everything valid. else feels too overwhelming today. That is... But uh, we're going to just run through and see what happens. I've prepared nothing. Ooh, wonderful. Exactly as it should be. All right. Okay. 30 in. seconds on the clock. Three, two, one, go. So Sam and Dean raise the devil and they're having lots of issues and they find out that they're like some vessels and then everybody has like a whole religious crisis and then Cass and Dean like definitely go hook up or something. And then Dean goes to the future and it really sucks. And then there's like, you know, Paris Hilton is doing some stuff and then they deal with like the Antichrist who never shows up again. And then Dean gets really old and then they like go on TV and like do a bunch of shows and then they go to a fan convention and then everybody dies and it's sad and then they go to a mental institution and sam becomes a teenager and it sucks damn i just want to like slow clap for the fact that i think you touched on every single episode or very nearly looking at a list of them (laughs) 
<laughs> no, you can't say that. Don't give it away. Don't give away the secrets. You're just that good. Yeah, cut that out. Cut that out, Noah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're just that good at knowing every episode's main plot. Yeah, great. Okay, who's recapping this week? I thought Noah was. Am I? Are you? I, I can't. I can't. We established that neither Noah or I have seen it in several weeks, <laughs> but... Uh, I... Rock, paper, scissors? Uh, do you go on shoot in Canada or... In... Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Cool. It's always hotly debated with the with the children. Okay, good. To go on shoot or not, but yeah. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Next up, August is going to recap this <laughs> week's episode. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. You want me to count you in? Yes. All right. And you're on in three, two, one, go. Okay. So Anna is back and she is gunning for Sam because apparently uh, that's how we stop the apocalypse now. Um, and then <laughs> she decides that she can't get Sam. So she's going to go back in time and kill Mary and John. Uh, Cass takes Sam and Dean back to the 70s and they meet John and Mary again and Mary's uneasy and John finds out about hunting and uh, ultimately uh, Anna is taken out by Michael. Boom. Damn. Ugh. It hurts Devastation. still. It does. It does. These freaks. Well done, it's, though. Uh, well done. Yeah. All the corners, all it the important areas. Synced. We got there. We got there. Enjoyed it. All right. And now that we're all caught up, it is time for us to pick some music to accompany us on our journey. We're going to start our mixtape with uh, Noah today. Noah, what do you got for us? I went with a pretty sad song because it's a pretty sad episode uh, for me <laughs> and any Anna fans out there. I went with Heaven by Amy Allen, <laughs> written mm. with John Bellion. <clears throat> no big deal. Love John <laughs> so we're a John Bellion stand cast on the, on the yes, deal. Yes, we are. Absolutely. I'm not on that DL. I think Noah mentions <laughs> him about every other episode. So at least. <laughs> hey, John, anytime you want to come on. I know you're a big fan yeah. of the show. Talking about Supernatural. Absolutely. Uh, but so anyway, <laughs> the chorus ends in, uh, you've never been to heaven, but you got pretty close last night. Talking about oh. addiction and struggling with that and making choices. And so I feel like that kind of fits with how Anna has been fighting for her own free will in this story this whole time. And dies with it still taken away yeah and just gets screwed by the narrative just screwed by the narrative anyway i'm not angry about, about <laughs> that at all not at mm. all totally Fine. won't be a talking point tonight <laughs> what is your song though august uh my song i was like we gotta go like era appropriate here so my song is can't find my way home the version by bonnie Raitt, lowell george john hammond jr and freebo it's mm. just a feels That's very 70s it was featured on this is us which is where i originally like heard it of course because oh goodness oh pretty sure that's where I first heard it but Another... it's really lovely haunting sort of melody and, and on today's episode of sentences that make Elena feel old <laughs> that you first heard that song on this is us <laughs> I mean well Elena you weren't alive when this song was written either <laughs> my mom made me listen to this song so much that's as a fair okay that's fair I listen to a lot um, of older music because of my mom that's fair that's fair yeah it's it felt really like vibey appropriate for lack of a better better term and uh yeah really okay. wanted to go with something from the 70s oh yeah cool i love bonnie Raitt's voice mm. yeah really, really pretty elena how about you so i went a little off the wall with my suggestion for this week uh my pick is legacy by eminem <laughs> oh, I, 
Grief Dave it as well. It sounds like a goofy pick, but then you hear some of the lyrics and you're like, oh, oh, this is about like multiple people in this episode. You've got some lyrics where it's like, uh, and if you fall, I'll get you there. I'll be your savior. All the wars that you fought have faith in my words. Um, and then just the idea that the song is about legacy and it's, you know, Mary having to deal with like the consequences of her choices and Dean trying to get her to make different ones. And it's yeah. just a whole, th this mm. song really like makes me think about this episode. So mm. yeah, that's my pick. Great take. Thank you. Such um, a great blend tonight. Yeah. Mm. I love that for us. Yeah. And now that we've got that mixtape going, it is time for this week's hunt. And today we are exploring the 13th episode of season five. This song remains the same through the lens of the Empress Tarot card. Ooh. For those of you who are new, we've been going through this season for our theme discussions and using the Supernatural Tarot deck. And August, I believe, has the Empress card for us. Is going to share a little bit about that card. And then yeah. I will just sort of share a bit more about the Empress in the wider tarot world. Yeah, so the Empress... Empress is actually the Mary Winchester card in the Supernatural Tarot deck, Oof. which is why we wanted to use it for this episode. Um, this episode really centers around Mary in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. And we get to know her a lot better in this episode. And um, yeah, so just reading from the card, the Empress is a powerful, protective, and nurturing maternal figure, much like the Winchester matriarch Mary. The Empress Tarot card advises you to lead with compassion. You'll succeed faster if you nurture and guide others rather than bully and try and force them to doing what you want them to do. Which I think is very interesting when we think about Mary's conversation with Dean, finding out that her kids were raised to be hunters and her going like, how could we have done that to you? And, and you know, I think leading with compassion, not bullying or pressuring other, you know, the kind of person Mary, parent Mary wanted to be, but didn't get to be for her sons. This card is a really interesting one in that sense. Elena, tell us more about this card in general. I shall. will inform our discussion today. So the Empress card, um, this one in traditional tarot, it's got, you you know, this woman who is very lazing about on her, her throne has unbothered by anything. Um, she does have this sort of like crown of stars in the traditional Rider Waithe deck, uh, which is really cool because that's a piece of art that carried over into the Supernatural one. Um, Mary has this sort of like halo going on. And yeah, it's it's very much a card about like feminine power, nurturing, abundance. And so I think the fact that we get to see how like desperately Mary just wants to be a mom in this episode and how devastated she is to learn that like her kids didn't have the faith that she hoped for them very much squarely puts her in a empress-like sort of place for the episode um particularly at the end like i just as i'm looking at the art on the original card and she's just kind of lounging there it does in a weird way kind of remind me of how at the end mary's just sort of like yeah i don't know i can't put my finger on why i like it you know she's just got that little little angel watching over baby boy so wonderful oh but yeah that. that's a little bit of background about the uh the empress tarot card and how it relates i think yeah well, thanks no thank you and now brings us to our main discussion so where where do we want to kick this off friends we've got a lot of feelings particularly noah since this is so fresh for you okay i mean so i was so excited to get anna back right right because <laughs> She's here and she's great and she's definitely cool. But yeah. Oh, Anna. A, a Anna. podcast episode for another day. I know Anna and Mary don't interact other than to kind of <laughs> like you're trying to murder each other. But I. Yeah. Mm. The parallels. The parallels. It very, it's giving. I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. But <laughs> I want an alternate story where Anna and Mary get to be friends slash more than friends. Because they're both on this pursuit of like freedom from their family. And 
and family expectations and just think I'm not saying I know what your next fanfic should be but I might be saying I know what your next fanfic <laughs> I have read be. a couple really good Anna Mary fics and they were wonderful anyway anyway we're off track already but it's not wrong I mean it's fine yeah Mary Anna ship is an important part of discussion for this episode because <laughs> Because of the attack, like, you know, the, the stab right at the first meeting is, you know, a tactic <laughs> yeah. we've seen a Winchester use before. Yeah, it's like, hmm, hmm, what does this remind me of? What Certainly nothing I've seen before Bella's, on the show of, of Hunters. Fellas, is it gay if you... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but we also find out, slash we already kind of knew, uh, that Cass is the one that turned Anna into heaven, mm. which... Yeah. I would argue it wasn't really Cass, you know? It, I mean, it was, Cass it was under duress. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to like forgive Cass this, but also like that directly leads to Anna's death. Yeah, like she yeah. gets brainwashed and like brought back under Heaven's like rule, and everything in this episode like ends up happening because of what Cass, because Cass turns her in. And like I, you know, mm. Cass is also being manipulated, but it sucks. If Cass hadn't turned her in, then he and Dean couldn't have escaped, and so it would have been. Mm, it's just catastrophic. Yeah. It would, the show would have gone in a totally different direction had she survived. Yeah. If yeah. Anna had come out and Dean had been able to connect with her again. But yeah. he's already yeah. too connected with Cass, so he's not going to, you know. Yeah, he's taken. Yeah. He's taken by an angel. I do hate the opening scene. Absolutely. Um, I think it's... I hate everything yeah. about it. It does not make any sense that Dean this will be what Dean dreams about. No, nope. no. The only thing that was cool about it is, you know, an angel showing up in a dream. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, like, it's fun to see that. <laughs> it could have been any other dream. Yeah, which would have, like, made a lot more sense and been a lot more interesting. It could have been a scene of Dean and Cass, you know, getting a little too flirty and then she walks into that he's like oh <laughs> here's, here's the thing though we had like not not to dig into like you know too much lore because i know we'll probably mention this later but we've seen an angel visit dean in a dream before when mm-hmm. Cass visited dean he was just like sitting on dock fishing mm-hmm. yeah so like not every dream you have, a, you have like one of dean's dreams and an angel visits him and it's completely innocuous and innocent but then when it's a woman suddenly he's at a strip club watching two well, women i don't think it was because a woman was busy like i don't know it just, it just feels, but it feels guy. weird. Yeah, and it's and it's like because I mean him and Anna, I think it's also because him and Anna hooked up. Mm. Yeah, so, it just, but it makes it so. The writers wanted like, to make a dumb little joke. Yeah, and, and I just don't like it. And, Didn't think and about if it actually applied. And like they haven't actually really had Dean going around and hooking up with people very much this season at all. It's almost like they felt the need to remind us that like, oh right, this is the character archetype, even though that's not really been the case since season four uh, in any major way like since hell yeah and he was raised out you know <clears throat> with uh, yeah well help well help his friend they talk about sam and they talk about like anna's like you know heaven's persuaded me like sam has to die and cass has cass has changed his tune on sam i mean yeah, he and, and you know in such a big way he claims sam as his friend mm-hmm. that's so yeah. important and he says, you know, you come near Sam Winchester and I will kill you. Yeah. It's so good. Like, it's so, and it's like, so like, it's like, you get that. It's like, I love those moments with Cass where you just are reminded. Like, sometimes he's just like this nerdy little dude. And then sometimes you get reminded that he's an angel. And like yeah. that moment with Anna is one where my moment where you're like, right. Oh, yeah. You are yeah, an angel. You are an ancient being. Oops. You have done a lot of, you know, smiting. Yeah. It's a good moment for Cass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sam deserves to be protected after all the shit 
that he's been going through. Honestly. It's nice to see Sam coming, or Cass coming to his defense and being like, that's, yeah. What a that's not how we're going to stop the apocalypse. Like, I care about Sam Winchester. No matter what, the answer is no. Like, mm. Which, you know, just for his relationship with Sam in general. Also, I think because of his relationship with Dean, you know, he Sam. He needs to make sure Sam's okay. <laughs> if he protects Sam, then that's extra brownie <laughs> points for <laughs> Dean. True. Yeah, like he cares about Sam as an individual, but I think at this point in his arc, he still cares about Sam more because Dean cares about Sam and he cares about what Dean cares about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now it's, he's my friend. But he's gotten so much closer to Sam as time has gone on. Yeah. It's so wholesome. Can't yeah. wait to see more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have good news. There's many more seasons. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they've just assembled as the team yeah, for you. Sam, yeah. Sam Cass, bestieism for the win. Oh, yeah. To pivot a little bit, the shot of Anna landing on the cars, like the wings engraved oh, wings yeah, on the yeah, car yeah. is like iconic. It's one of my favorite like shot in this season. Mm-hmm. Like it just, mm, so I just good. love it. It's so. It's a really good one. This whole episode's visually so nice. Mm. Yeah. Like Supernatural doesn't always cinematography super well but when it does oh boy howdy make some good choices and the vibe of this episode the 70s aesthetic they really nail it oh yeah they committed it was, it was yeah, impressive they committed to the bit mm-hmm. <laughs> okay but so that brings us right into talking about the time travel of the episode yeah the back to the future <laughs> He, he he just admits it. I don't understand that. Right? <laughs> That's, I like to use that sound sometimes or that quote when sometimes, sometimes my pop culture knowledge is limited because of like the, the way I grew up and like what I was and wasn't allowed to watch. And so sometimes when someone will like reference something that I don't understand, I will just, I don't understand that reference as my own reference. And they and probably don't understand that no. reference. <laughs> no, that usually they don't. Um, Cause usually it's not y'all. Um, Usually it's someone in my life who hasn't seen Super natural and then it's it's just a private little joke just for me but we love that for you that's okay like a De- you like a delorean without enough plutonium i like that he's gotten to the point where he's just acknowledging to dean he's just like you know what no i just i don't know like, i don't know what you're talking about dean. man i'm confused if you want that to hit explain it please. see if cast was more suave he would have he would have swerved that into a to a date he'd be like well why don't you show me that movie honey <laughs> but he's not <laughs> He's, he's not that smooth. No, either. he's not. That's no, the... he's not suave at all. No. He's a nerdy little guy in a trench coat, as we were just saying. He's just uh, he's, Or as Dean says in this episode, he's tough for a nerdy little dude with wings, which is <laughs> yes. an interesting way to talk about your friend, but okay. Oh, that's a good segue. Let's talk about Dean dropping him off at the hotel and the absolute, it, it's so gay. It's so gay. <laughs> that's, that's the only way I can sum it up. It's so gay. Really, really, really is. He drops him off in the honeymoon suite? I for mean, why, Dean? For why? I mean, they do it for practicality so that nobody will I know, nobody will go in but, there. But, uh, you but know. also. I mean, Kaz is unconscious for most of this episode. Yeah, true, true. Oh, but We don't condone that at all. But, no. Uh, but, it's, you know. It's, it's a choice. They, yes, he does take very good, they, they, both Sam and Dean, but Dean particularly, are they're taking very good care of Cass. They're making sure that while they are fucking around and finding oh, out. Oh, do you guys think that he tucked him in? Oh, absolutely. Gave him a For little sure. teddy bear. Seems, seems reasonable. Made sure do you think that the bed had the roses on it because it's the honeymoon suite? I think it did. <laughs> and he probably had to swipe them off. Felt really yeah. awkward doing so. So when Cass wakes up, he's in the honeymoon suite and there's just like these rose petals on the floor. <laughs> yeah. 
little chocolate he's on like, the pillow next to him and he's like what the fuck is what ha- what's happening bottle of champagne and he's like Ooh. that's and not enough to do anything something. though we've established that that is not a, bo- a single bottle of champagne isn't doing anything for cast nothing dean getting zapped back in time and saying i mean the mustaches alone <laughs> some big queer energy <laughs> yeah it's true that's true the bus hit yes him pointing out the mustache so is it's love it. but he just like gets so excited about being back at, even though last time it was very bad like yeah. it's not a good thing that last time yeah it's very tragic he had to watch like both of his grandparents die last time yeah i'm still so excited to be back he's like let's go pop in on the folks like it's no big deal yeah. that they've just traveled back in time and it's going to be a huge you know big moment for for sam who has well, not yeah. experienced <laughs> this before which leads to another one of my favorite sets of lines which is what are we going to tell them the truth what that their sons are back from the future to save them from an angel gone terminator those movies haven't even come out yet which <laughs> is so good because dean just he uses pop culture to relate to everybody you know and what's he so supposed good. to do if he's in a timeline where terminator doesn't exist can't make that reference because if he does it wrong he might inspire it yeah, he doesn't want Dean. This is Dean being afraid to butterfly effect the Terminator movies out of existence. So, yeah, Dean or <laughs> Dean is responsible for the Terminator movies. I like that timeline better. <laughs> you time travel. What movie are you going to try to inspire, make happen? Oh, oh, that's a good question. Um, mm. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. okay. So you, but then you're like the books of the movie. The books. Okay. Okay. Like I'm time traveling. Then I want to that that be responsible for Star Trek if I if I can go yeah. for just general franchises. I want to go back and you know plant that idea in Gene Ronberry's head. Yeah. For, for Star Trek. Yeah. Like would, I want to go be... to the pub where like C.S. Lewis and <laughs> that, see that's what we'll do. We'll make it like a like a group thing. You can inspire <laughs> Narnia. I'll inspire Lord of the Rings. Noah, what are you inspiring? Uh, I don't know. I pick one. Go for it. I mean, I might as well start Star Wars if if you've got Star Trek. I'll start Star Wars. Yeah. We'll, we'll go have a beer be with fine. George. We're just gonna yeah. be that Bring big that about just... for us. Oh my god, it'd be so fun. I'd <laughs> be a great conversation. <laughs> like, that is such a fun question. Yet. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I was gonna say I do have one like slightly oh no it's sad point to bring up so I don't know if we want to maybe mention that one and then get into other fun stuff sad point yeah yeah sad, sad stuff let's do it it was something I saw I think it was in a TikTok edit mm. and I had never really noticed it before until I was you know watching it a couple oh, weeks oh I think ago. I know what you're like, gonna reference oh, yeah. here no. yeah yeah I saw and it. it's the way that Dean is so <laughs> relaxed when he's talking to Mary and the minute John steps into the frame even though it's not like his John, like the John that raised him, tightens up soldier immediately. It's the second before it's it's John's walking down the hall and like <clears throat> clears his throat before getting uh-huh. to the door, and that's what sets him off. And because it's the yeah. same throat clearance, like and that yeah, would make he knows he knows it's his still John. Mm. It's still yeah. John. And and it, it, yeah, the reaction they both up. have because Sam also kind of like howls yeah. a little bit, like Sam backs and just sort of looks a little bit like guarded. Mm. Yeah, like, they, they both, both go guarded in very different ways. They both tense up extremely mm-hmm. and i just think that's that it's it's just one other i mean you know we're, we're the john slander podcast and so we got to mention these things all day and every day other than and like john in this episode is pretty is, sweet it's pretty sweet like this john is a hard john to reconcile with later john because especially with the whole conversation he has with sam yeah oh oof. where he's deliberately calling oof. out 
everything that John did to them, he does to them. Yeah, he's got the, like, the indignation he has where he goes, who the hell does that to a kid? And then when it's pointed out that like Mary's parents raised her as a hunter, he's like, I don't care. That's bad. What kind of irresponsible bastard lets a child anywhere near all this shit? Ugh. Like he identifies the number it would have done on their head, you know, like. Yeah. But so the thing is about that, the flip side of that coin is the intensity. Yes. With which that says, is where you reckon we recognize mm-hmm. the That's where John. you're like, oh, there's John. You just realize that he he has that level of intensity for whatever it is that he happens to care about at the moment. But before he's had a chance to, you know, have everything and lose it all, he's, you know, he's like very vehement about protecting what he wants to have. But mm-hmm. once he loses it, he still has all that intensity. He just has to channel it in a different way. And unfortunately, he he's the classic lives long enough to see himself become the villain yeah yeah i think i love that they do the moment with the sigil and i love the the conversation that dean and john have where dean goes like oh like that's for a moment you really reminded me of my dad and it's that again like that intensity you pointed out it's the moment where john john is going where does the sigil need to go and dean's like you don't want to do that like it's got to be done in blood and and john's like where the fuck does it need to go like so extra there's dean in the eye and like slashes his hands for the blood which is like yeah so just like I'm going to do what I'm going to do and if you tell me I can't do it I'm gonna do it quicker and more angry yeah if I'm determined if I believe that I'm right or believe that I should do something I'm going to do it like I'm not actually going to listen to what someone is saying to me yeah and like he doesn't want to be the only one out of the loop which he very quickly realizes he's the only one out of the loop and he's mad about that and he's trying to catch up and you know all that too I have a question if either of you have a thought about they explain away Samuel's death they say it was a heart attack but they don't talk about Deanna at all who also dies in 503 but what does she die of she dies from like the demon kills her but they don't talk about her in this episode so like what does John think like Samuel and Deanna both die on the same day yeah like does he think they died of like a joint heart attack like and why don't they mention where she dies of heartbreak because she lost her man interesting that is odd they they don't mention her at all dean mentions her later on when he well, says, her neck is broken like i'm pretty sure isn't her neck broken isn't that how mm, she dies that's so like that's hard to explain as that's hard to explain away so i just um mm. have some questions about in between maybe 503 she's... and like in between the previous time we saw that mary and this time maybe she's alive i think she's oh. up and kicking she survived the the neck snapping and from azale yeah. She's still, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about that. Uh, hey, <laughs> that's why they don't talk about her. They just she's <laughs> she's alive and she's uh just you know living her own life. Mary How got out, and so she got out. <laughs> That's no, killed her. I don't know. And uh, hey, this is a world of angels and demons. Maybe, maybe Deanna is in the same place where Deanna in the Winchesters one. So oh, who no, the fuck knows? Purgatory. <laughs> he's he's on the road, truck driving. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna yada yada her. I imagine yeah, they, we'll get another the time yada yadaization so. of Deanna Campbell is very frustrating. Yeah, I just wish that we got reference to her because she was great she inspired the name of the main character 
character. So like, yeah. Well, and they make they make the connection between like Sam being it being like because they're they're pretending at that early on in the episode that they are just like cousins of Mary's. Oh, Sam. And so Sam. Oh, Sam was a Mary. Like Sam. Like Mary's father was a Sam. And so they make that connection. But also like Mary's mother was a Deanna. Why are we not also making that connection? I just there's some inconsistencies that yeah. make me a little annoyed. A little frustrating. Again with Sam. This is like the second episode in a row where Sam doesn't know how to talk to people. <laughs> like last episode, it was him with the like family when he's body swapped and he's just not. And he's just saying all of the wrong things. And this Every episode, day. every wrong thing says to Mary, like, you're so beautiful. And like, and then Dean has to be like, oh, we're not being weird here. He, he totally yeah. used that in a normal way, for sure. A wholesome family kind of way. Like, stop talking. Yeah, it's like sweet boys, my dears. It's okay. Both neither Sam nor Dean have normal reactions to seeing their parents from the past. No, no. I really liked getting to see Uriel again. I kind of forgot that he had died, not gonna lie. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was great to see him again. I was like, oh, love that guy. He gets to come back, be his humorous self. <laughs> He's the funniest angel. In the garrison. In the garrison. He's always guy. happy to do some smiting. Cracking jokes, smiting skulls. Him and Anna being on the same side in this fight. Very Which is, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And her pulling rank on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very fun. That very was good. good. Very good. I, as much as Anna's on like a, I'm going to murder the Winchesters rampage in this episode, I still love her. I appreciate her girl bossing. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? She very nearly almost does it. Yeah. They have to pull in literally Michael. Uh, Michael has to get involved to make sure that Anna doesn't get this done. Michael's first appearance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Taking John's vessel, which, okay. Yeah. The bloodline being the carrying of the vessel ability yeah okay yeah so it's a winchester it's a winchester we uh, confirms like that it's a winchester bloodline that michael michael bloodline is the winchester bloodline yeah Yeah. which is very interesting i always wonder the what ifs on if it had been mary's side i just feel like interesting to see i think it's interesting that it's john righteous man my ass come on right (laughs) yeah also the fact that john gives in to michael that quickly that fast yeah he says yes right away yes i was listening to driver picks the podcast and their episode on this one and they pointed out that there's no fucking way that john <laughs> winchester would have lasted longer than dean in hell no Not oh we chance. just oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. lie by the absolutely a lie by the demons oh my god yeah like absolutely sure. alistair just lying his ass off yeah yep this just yeah, further proves it. He would not hold out <laughs> any no. longer than he wanted to. Or yeah, it's he immediately gives in. And like in this episode, he's giving in for like what he thinks are the right reasons. He's trying to protect himself yeah, and Mary. Especially because if once he's in hell, he's got nothing left. Yeah. What's he care at that point? The actor did do a really solid job of portraying two separate characters because Michael was very menacing, while this John was a little bit more relaxed and sweet, you know? That Matt Cohen, is that his name? Yeah. Matt Cohen, yeah. He's great. Icon. He's a gem. It's he he plays Michael so like very like cold and detached. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, like comparing the way he plays John, like how Michael is being portrayed versus how Lucifer is being portrayed. Because like Michael's very like by the books. He's very cold and like crisp in his like communication. Lucifer, when Lucifer's been in scenes, he's like appealing to like passion and um emotion to try and convince Sam. Whereas it's it's just very interesting. They're very we're getting this like big contrast between these two brothers. Logic versus emotion. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Like what's 
what's the right thing to do on the books versus what's the right thing to do in your heart are like and it's it's a shame that like the you know that lucifer is the one who's like using emotion because i think emotion is often the more powerful thing and that's so what makes him such a good villain i think in this season mm-hmm. and well, the fact that it, like appeals to people with their like with their dead lovers like are you kidding me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whereas michael michael's appeal is this is the right thing to do his appeal is like i love my brother but i'm gonna kill him because it's right because god said so because i'm a good son which like dean saying you still do whatever god says yeah and then michael with that i'm a good son and dean take it from someone who knows that is a dead end straight like him being able to say that to the growth john like he's saying that to an archangel but he's saying that to an archangel who is wearing the younger version of his father Mm. which is just like these layers of like yeah him healing yeah it's so good him being able to be like being a good son actually a dead end street specifically for you john winchester (laughs) (laughs) but also appealing to michael he's also going like for the same reasons that like i thought following my father was the good call and it turned out to be a dead end straight like he's going like you want to smite the whole planet like just because god said so okay (laughs) get some therapy pal don't take it out on my planet which okay dean just a few (laughs) episodes ago you were in a mental health clinic and did not do anything about (laughs) so you're not one to talk (laughs) yeah if we're gonna talk resistance to therapy it's genetic the dictionary it's you know it's it's genetic (laughs) it's in the bloodline (laughs) that's what's really in the blood your father's blood your family's blood it's resistance to therapy (laughs) resistance to therapy it's like a self-protection thing (laughs) the vessel ability i want to talk about this bit that august has in the notes here august do you want to read that since you had it written down yeah um it's right after this conversation about like doing what god says and michael says to dean one unimportant little man what makes you think you get to choose and dean replies because i gotta believe that i can choose what i do with my unimportant little life and this quote has always been a really important one to me like personally like when i first watched the show like 10 years ago yeah thinking about that concept of like choosing what to do with your life even if it is sometimes feels unimportant believing that that choice still matters Mm. believing that free will isn't an illusion you know which like michael says free will is an illusion and dean being like it can't be it can't yeah because it's uh, like just reiterating what you said that's one of my favorite moments of like not just like this season but in i I love the lines that just sum up the show Mm. yeah short order and i think that that one in particular dean's response like you know i i gotta believe that i get to choose and that's when you take just that even little bit of that quote is i think dean's whole motive in life like he's he has to believe that he's being led by free will and that's why i love that this is you know he says the free will is an illusion like he's trying to get dean to believe that like he doesn't have a choice and that's just i don't know if that's something dean winchester's ever going to stop believing like he Mm. always believes he has a choice and that's what i think makes him such a good egg Mm. yeah that's facts yeah yeah it's a a very important very important like establishing scene i think Mm -hmm. very important to see michael in the flesh and a flesh Mm -hmm. and stakes have been raised even higher yeah. yet again yep well yeah we are we're going seeing the lengths to which heaven will go to make sure that the winchesters survive to long enough to say yes both lucifer and michael have made it extremely clear that they're not going to let these two die mm-hmm. very interesting i think it's also important to talk about mary's response 
to finding out the brothers are actually from the future again. And yeah, they straight up tell her the truth. She's devastated. She's crushed that there's even potential that her kids could be hunters. And for a moment, her. she thinks it's that she raised them to be hunters. She says, I raised my kids to be hunters. Like, she doesn't even say we. Yeah. She, like, takes that entirely on herself. She knows that John's going to be a shithead as soon as there's responsibility involved. She can feel it. <laughs> oh, that's even that's even worse of Terrible. a interpretation. Oh, that, that reading breaks my heart a little. Mm. And I mean, I'm glad they're able to, they're, it's nice that they're, Sam and Dean are able to, like, basically be like, no, 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 no. Like, you didn't raise us to be hunters. Uh, you're dead. On her face <laughs> when she yeah. finds out that she's dead. She's like, oh my God, thank goodness. That's so. At least I didn't fuck my kids up. Uh, that's <laughs> all John. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Way to, way to articulate her priorities. Like, oh, thank God I died instead of ruining my kids. That scene is like a bunch of like one, two punches out the other because immediately after that, Sam is like, you can leave, John. If you leave, John, we aren't born. Dean is like, hey, remember this day and they'll save you. And Sam is like, no, no, nah, fuck that. Leave that. <laughs> Get out of the picture. Just yeah. He's like, actually, let's just eliminate this before it even becomes a possibility. Yeah. And oh. then the line where Dean's like, there's a big difference between dying and never being born. Like, and just the fact that he and Sam are both so quick to be like, sure. Because it's yeah. like, they never asked to exist. They didn't ask for any of this. They didn't sign up for it. There's a difference no. between dying and never being born and trust me we're okay with that like that realization that they're like we i mean sam says to mary he's like you're going to die your children are going to be cursed we can eliminate that curse like if we can actually you walk away from john that curse doesn't can't happen like we don't get to be cursed right after that jensen ackles says this is the way and (laughs) in today's society Ah! it's a little bit different oh i didn't catch that yeah it's good i would love to see jensen ackles as a mandalorian that would be (laughs) phenomenal and I should, wouldn't know if Jensen ends up in Star Wars, it's fucking over for me. I'm done. I'm God, he'd be so good. A fork in me. He could be <laughs> the original Vizsla Mandalorian with the creating the dark saber. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> that'd be good. Stop talking, Noah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Can't handle Dean Winchester with the dark saber. <laughs> I, it's, this is good because I was look, looking for a place to stick a comment about another reference so now I can oh, do it. it when they're doing the sigils and Dean is I think explaining it to John the angel vanishing sigil and he says we put this up she comes close we beam her right off the starship which is another <laughs> Star Trek reference which at least that <laughs> reference John could understand yeah, that one tracks yeah it's Star Trek that's well, how old Star Trek is <laughs> and well and it also it's a nice little callback because John in 503 John makes a Star Trek reference uh-huh. when he sees Dean's phone. Yep. <laughs> uh, so it's a nice little like I, I like to think of it as Dean remembering that yeah. that's a reference that his dad knows. I'm sure he Got did. It. Bless it. That's you know that's I mean we know Dean connects with people through pop culture so like that's yeah. Uh, Dean's also way too excited about when they're sitting in the car and he's <laughs> like Sam elbow Sam Sam it's an awkward family road trip. Like look look at this. <laughs> like so help me yeah. turn this car around. Dean's like all I wanted is to have an awkward family road trip with my parents that's and Sam's like this is actual hell. So uncomfortable. <laughs> is my worst case scenario. Sam's like, this is reminding me of every time that I sat in the car when, when John was angry. It's actually terrible. So just anytime sitting in a car with John. <laughs> 
Uh, Every memory with his father. <laughs> but okay, that's uh, the other conversation I think we need to talk about is the conversation that Sam and John have, which we referenced before, but Sam's piece in that, like what Sam says to John. I think it's really interesting well, to like to compare like what Dean says, where Dean talks to like when he's talking to Michael, but it's you know, John's body, and he's talking about like obeying your dad and following him is a dead end road. Whereas like on the flip side, Sam's moment with John is a about like how he used to be mad and hate him but now he thinks John was doing the best kid like him and Sam have like entirely flipped in their opinions about John from season one it's really interesting to watch that part of their growth Mm -hmm. as the show progresses and it makes perfect sense so good Mm -hmm. the journeys they've been on have pushed them so far in different directions almost like Sam needed to get to a place where he could like forgive John for what happened to them and Dean needed to get to the place where he could actually like hold John accountable yeah yeah he never did that he put up with so much because sam had his chance to rebel when john was alive Mm -hmm. and dean was always trying to be you know the quote good little soldier and now that he's gone he realizes how much he was giving up by living his life according to someone else's rules Mm -hmm. yeah so sam has like this flip side where you know he's looking back and be like oh there's so much more i could have done and dean's like yo i did everything for you and now it's it's my turn to live yeah absolutely I think it's also very interesting to think that Sam goes from this conversation with this great closure that he gets with his father or the memory of his father and then immediately goes and tells his mother to leave his father. (laughs) He's like, okay, I've gotten this closure. Now you can go. It's fine. We don't know. Now we can get get you out of this. Um, But of course, that's that's the Sam Winchester long con. (laughs) (laughs) I forgive him. I won't help him be happy <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i forgive him but i also am like not going to enable if we it's can prevent him from this let's do that mm, yeah. uh them find like the acting in this episode like when mary tells them like it's too late mm-hmm. and that she's all uh-huh. like dean's face when he realizes that like what that means like, what that that he oh, is in it, the room that makes twice okay he's both he's there he's there twice in the room which should it feels like there should be some repercussions for well I mean, this, well, this is in Doctor Who, and they don't have time to unpack all that. <laughs> and I guess we've had that before in in 2014 when we had. Do they deal with paradoxes later on? I imagine they do. Okay, right. Like this is alternate universes and multiple gonna, people being in the you'll, same. You'll have to well, wait and see. If they you'll... set rules about that later on, then that's great. But this could just be a sign that uh, supernatural is very pro-choice, and it's not quite <laughs> deep yet. You know. <laughs> 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 well then there's that reading uh, you know what but yeah yeah oh yeah okay so like we're coming to the end of the episode and then we get the team free will well wait right before that anna gets oh, yes. burnt up and is wait okay who michael michael does it michael killed anna. He's a, as he's if he didn't Dylan. know he was enough of a threat he just right burns her just up just what's crazy is that anna succeed like she does kill sam yeah yeah and it's only because john brings him back which it kind of proves the point that like what anna which is interesting interesting in terms of like a lore piece because anna has been commissioned and like manipulated by heaven by people in by like angels in heaven someone in heaven's higher-ups is manipulating anna into trying to kill sam michael who presumably is on heaven's side presumably is it's interesting because like michael wants this fight between him and lucifer the angels just want michael to win 
win. And they think, oh, we take out Lucifer's vessel, we make it harder for him. He wants Whereas, the like, big confrontation. Michael wants the confrontation. Yeah, because the confrontation is the his whole purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting because it's kind of setting like the angels and Michael on, like they want the same end, but they are not on the same page about how to get there. Like they want the fight. They want the heaven and hell showdown, but yeah. they're willing to like, they would, they would like to take the easier. They would like to like cut some corners. Save some lives. Or maybe, maybe, I'm not sure if they want to save lives. I feel like the the angels want to give Michael a better shot, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, versus yeah, maybe they don't fully believe at a disadvantage because it's one thing to fight lucifer in the vessel that he was destined for it's another yeah. thing to fight lucifer in a vessel that is like falling apart at the seams and being held together by duct tape and dreams <laughs> which maybe reveals that the angels are actually more scared of lucifer than they're letting on I they've been terrified post- they've been posturing like like well, obviously michael's gonna win this thing because lucifer is just a half step down from michael and michael just burnt yeah so they're i think a little more scared of lucifer than they'd like to let on and they mm. seem to have a good re- good reason to be because yeah. sam is not does not seem to be able to be killed Mm-mm. yeah he's like you energized your money that guy <laughs> keep on kicking <laughs> which we're glad for can't keep a good winchester down that's why john stayed down <laughs> yeah no one's raising oh, john from there it is <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if you can understand the depths to which I love you for that. I try. So tag yourselves. Ooh. Are you a junkie, the dropout with six bucks to your name, or Mr. Comatose over there? <laughs> um, no, somebody else go first. <laughs> Wait, I think I'll we have to poke first. other Okay, people. you go first. You go first, Elena. Yeah, I, I will gladly uh, tag myself as Mr. Comatose over there, because that's probably what I'll be after we're done recording, is, <laughs> is Nick's Comatose over in the corner. I don't know if I can. I, okay, the thing is, I, I, so I just. <laughs> That's how you feel today? How do I feel today? I I just graduated, so I can't really call myself a dropout. <laughs> I just graduated. Post grad with six bucks to your name. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the second part applies. You know, I'm a just recently in student debt graduated with six bucks to my name. That tracks. That relatable. Tracks. Relatable. Yeah. Ex blood junkie. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no. We really. No, it's like, fine. It's fine. Left you with. Uh, I feel like I relate more to Dean, but that. That's a pretty Sam type of thing to feel. So yeah, well, because see, and that's the flip side. If we're just going by these goofy phrases, that's who I'd be. But if we're going by actual characters, I like I, I'm absolutely fucking Dean. Like I'm always Dean. <laughs> Uh, it hurts like i'm wearing a henley right now for god's sakes like (laughs) come on but i (laughs) in the instance of team free will that's us ex-blood junkie one college graduate with six bucks to their name (laughs) and mixed comatose over here (laughs) mixed comatose over there um also i just like appreciate the that's not funny i'm not laughing as if like Like, this isn't a joke this is this is our reality sam (laughs) it's just a description Like, this is where we're at, brother. <laughs> said X. <laughs> yeah. Team Free Will. It does, like, iconic. It is, like, an iconic thing that the show kind of became known for. Like, in terms of, like, that that phrase. Yeah. And knowing these, like, this set of characters. I think this also really cements the, like, how foundational, how much Cass has, like, mm. become a main, like, Cass has become a main character. And yeah. if you didn't know it before, like, this is the moment, I think, where you cannot deny that Cass is a main character. Like, he is... Mm-hmm. 
more this so than Bobby. Well. This is them bumping him up a level, you know? True, yeah. This is like Cass's. Cass has a different role than, than Bobby does. Bobby is a side character. Cass is a main character, mm-hmm. narratively. So take that at anyone who says Supernatural got worse after Cass arrived. <laughs> enjoy the other podcasts on the internet (laughs) there's probably one out there yeah an anti-cast podcast you wish you well have the day you deserve etc it seems like that's such a short podcast to do because you only have three three seasons and then i wait for the day that we have an anti-cast guest on by accident obviously but um, (laughs) they show up and they're like oh fuck that guy and we all get to How? Explain to me how he's at work. Like, well, it's okay. gonna be really fun whenever we can manage to get my roommate on because he's just gonna slander everyone. So it's gonna. <laughs> be oh, I mean, that's that's. I mean, isn't that that's not much different than what we do? Why we want it, him on. It'd feel um, like. Have you ever talked to a flat earther? <laughs> I have. I have. I accidentally dated one. That shit is like... Always ask these questions before you start dating kids. Always. Make sure you know if your partner is a flat earther. -earther? Yes. (laughs) Oh, oh, sweetheart. Please tell me that. Okay, how far into dating did you like find this out? Well, okay. (laughs) I found out uh, three, four months in. When I say found out, I thought it was a joke because I continued the joke and they didn't say anything about it of course oh, that's yeah, so yeah natural. it's a joke cool and then it was like another eight months later oh <laughs> you're like no wait so you really oh that's not a joke yeah. <laughs> that revelation came with quite a few other revelations that were not also great too so <laughs> jokes uh, wow the last scene of this episode maybe the last thing we should talk about is uh <laughs> mary and john standing over the crib mm. uh, with the angel figurine because the angel figurine is watching over dean yeah specifically dean and it's kind of like half it's it's, pretty haunting it's pretty haunting because both it's like this sweet moment of like angels are watching over you aka cast but also Mm -hmm. like angels are walking to over you aka michael yeah it's also vaguely threatening i like to think of it more as the threatening because if i think about it as cast watching over him dean was literally just born and (laughs) cast would look the exact same so well if cast wouldn't have because jimmy knows that no no, sorry cast like mentally would be the exact oh okay same, i know? mean yeah for him not... the amount of time between dean being born and him meeting dean in person is like yeah, a, a hair's breath it's nothing yeah let's <laughs> So now that we know who amongst Team Free Will we are, I think it's time for us to get a little meta. So we're going to be going meta and talking about lore, representation, behind-the-scenes trivia, and some more. Start off with our representation check. Rip check? Uh, Pretty rough. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like there's a lot to say that we haven't already said or, like, anything super significant. We've lost another female character. We don't pass the Bechdel test. We've erased a female character with Mm -hmm. Deanna. yeah yeah we've not we've not yeah exactly we've literally just like absolute erasure going on overall just a disappointing episode but also a really it's also an ep- one of my favorite episodes of the season yeah, yeah. in terms of like like it's disappointing in, in rep but it god damn it the story's good we do get some great representation for mary that we haven't gotten you know she hasn't gotten to tell her opinion on the story at all mary this does get to time. give a full 
she gets to be a character not just like dead wife on the ceiling yeah which, which is great i mean she's still very her whole story is still very centered around the men in her life mm-hmm. like and i wish we knew more about her as a like hunter and growing up and like things i like i wish we knew more yeah. about that part of her life yeah the winchester season two <laughs> <laughs> well even the winchester season one, but, um, yeah yeah yes please but i do i am glad we get to spend time with her and the actor actor who plays her in this episode is phenomenal love her so get this was looking into the lore and we have a couple points we already kind of talked about um we've got the establishment of the bloodlines again we have michael's first appearance time travel yeah more time travel we've done a lot of that this season fast backwards forwards love it um we don't seem to have any sort of like clear rules on making choices in the past and how they impact the future because everything has kind of gotten erased like everything sam and dean have really done in the past has just kind of been reset yeah so we haven't dealt with some real consequences yet but other than the car that's the only like significant mm. specific impact we know we've had that's true is that they ha- they have the impala so obviously some changes but I've, i mean that was a change that was already happened in dean's reality so yeah it's, mm, that, wibbly wobbly that free will piece coming in interestingly mm. dean was always the reason that that was the car it's always been <laughs> yep that's my headcanon and i'm sticking the fuck to mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but besides that nothing not much made, yeah nothing nothing really like super lost canon obviously other than like Deanna mm. yeah he's not so much lost canon as it is just like erasure big question mark <laughs> um not so much lost canon as it is question canon <laughs> yeah and yeah we did get him um you know mind wipe by Michael at the end of this episode oh, that just yeah. resets everything back which is to... brutal I fucking hate mind wipes and I love mind wipes at the same time like and it's a, I mean it's an essential one in narratively to like make sure they don't know to make yeah. sure they don't know but man would have been interesting if they had remembered anything yeah I like to think about what if they somewhere in their subconscious there's still like I wonder if some they're in John's subconscious this still is hunting even if he doesn't remember Michael or like everything that happened if like hunting like when he get becomes a hunter like 10 years later like a hot minute when he becomes a hunter like does some of this come back does this like I wonder if he like has dreams about it and just writes it off Mm. Ooh, that would be so interesting that's what I've always like I always wondered because he all because John gets into hunting so quick after Mary dies that's always made me wonder if it wasn't actually his like it obviously wasn't his first time encountering the hunting hunting world but i bet he mary dies and he immediately goes on a rampage tries to find whatever he can and bobby just happens to be in the same town on a hunt and (laughs) trains him a little bit and john takes that little training and runs with it and warps it really badly and is not as good of a hunter clearly but that would make sense yeah Yeah. probably about it for lore yeah yeah Which brings us to our final segment for today, our fave. It's time to lay out some character blessings. Who wants to go first today? Go for it, Nah. I'll go with Dean because Dean needs a lot of blessings this week because he (laughs) is back in the past and gets to try again to save his mom just for it to get erased in front of his eyes by the person he's trying to avoid confronting so again blessings to him and his attempted avoidance techniques but you know he needs to listen to his own advice take some therapy (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. What about you? I think I think that I'd like to bless Sam. I think that he is able to express some of the things that he wanted to express to a version of John. And that seems to have brought him some sense of closure. And, you know, Sam not been able to find a lot of closure in this past couple of seasons. And his own choices have come back to haunt him quite a lot. And so I wonder, I hope that for Sam's sake, extending that to John also means that he will extend some of it to himself. Mm. Some of that self-forgiveness and compassion towards compassion towards himself for the decisions he's made because the decisions he's made while not always the best decisions have been well-meaning and in a lot of ways he attributes like John tried his best and like well I absolutely don't believe that like August does not absolutely does not believe that I hope that Sam can also believe that about himself because I think when it comes to himself Sam actually is trying his best yeah and for sure you know that's yeah blessings for that for Sam well I'm gonna go ahead and bless mom I'm gonna bless Mary yes because God, does this series screw her over so royally and infinitely and ongoingly. And it's just so sad in this episode, like to see that really happy moment in like the nursery where like for that moment like she and John are like who they want to be you know Mm -hmm. they're just happy couple who are about to have a baby and they got robbed Mm -hmm. particularly Mary because John had a chance to continue to be that person and to be the father that Mary would have wanted him to be and he made other choices because he chose what to do with his one little life Mm. yeah full circle there and Mary never got that Mary never got that chance and so blessings to her for that and uh honorary blessing to Anna Ugh. All right. Mm-hmm. I I I hate that this is her ending. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that this is her ending. That is like the the biggest standpoint for me from this episode is that I want more of her. Kind of interesting to think that this might have been Castiel's destiny. Yeah. Right. Or everything all switched. Yeah. That would have been so weird. Yeah. In a different universe, this is the this is Cass's last episode. If Cass doesn't have chemistry with mm. Dean, if Jensen and Misha uh don't stand That's close together and look Collins. If they don't stand close together and look at each other the way they do in 503, maybe this is Cass's last episode. But it's not. We live Thank in this God. timeline. And honestly, as much as it's weird, I'm grateful for it. <laughs> So that is all we have for y'all today. Thank you, my dears, for joining me. Yeah. Of course. This was such a good episode. So good. Hopefully we've soothed some of your sadness from this episode, Noah. It, it helped, for sure. <laughs> we hope our discussion is a big warm hug if this episode makes you sad. And we can't promise that it's going to get any better this season. <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> that would be a lie <laughs> been through it recently the last few weeks have been loss after loss five is brutal and but it's good taking it's no prisoners good. and we're gonna keep going we're gonna be right back here next week so to make sure that you hear when we're back next week you can subscribe to saving people queering things wherever you listen to podcasts and if you want to share our show with someone else who likes supernatural uh we would love that you can find links to our social media and join our Discord server through our website, queeringthingspodcast.com. And if you are all caught up on Supernatural and want to go back to before the beginning, you can listen to August and myself, along with our friends Beth and KJ on Wayward Parents, with updates at Wayward Parents on Twitter or on Tumblr at Wayward Parents Podcast. And if you feel so inclined, tweet the heck out of and post on every social media platform, hashtag Save the Winchesters, because yes. it's real nice if we got to continue clowning. You would really like. Car for another season. Want another? 
another fanfic Jensen Ackles produced yeah. season. Jensen Ackles produced fanfic is my new favorite genre of media, and I'd like <laughs> another season of it. So hashtag Save, save the Winchesters. Winchesters. Be sure to ride along with us next week as we explore season five, episode 14, My Bloody Valentine. Thank you all for coming along for the ride, and we wish you a peaceful road until we meet again. Thank <laughs> you.